everybody, welcome back to another episode of Every DC Movie Ever. I'm your host, Gabe Thomas. With me, as always, is your co-host, Francisco Alcala. And today, we're talking about the first real movie in a long time, and some would argue, ever, on this show. I think so. This is, I think this is the most movie movie we've seen so far. Yeah, today we're talking about Batman 1989, Tim Burton's Batman. This is one of those movies where it's like, everyone kind of makes fun of it now. Because it's supposed to be so dark and gothic and it's still pretty goofy a lot of the time. But I think it's also one that everyone saw as a kid. And so despite all its faults, it's mostly untouchable <laughs> for me, at least. Like I, I watched this and it's like, that doesn't make sense. Why would he do that? That's stupid. But I still think it's pretty great. I feel like this movie is like the perfect in-between with like the Batman movie that came before this one, which was the 60s one. And then all the movies after it start to get like more serious. This is like the in between between being silly and also being kind of serious. Yeah, at least trying. That's I don't know true. if this one That's succeeds, true. but it tries. There's some serious stuff in it where it's like like there's some violence and and scary twisted shit in this, but at the same time, it's basically it's Jack Nicholson Joker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's basically like. It's as goofy as the 60s show, just with, like, a goth coat of paint over it. But at the same time, I'm totally fine with that. Because if you look at where the comics were in the time, it's like, nobody wanted to make this movie because everyone who thinks about Batman is just like, oh, yeah, you know, pow, bam, laugh, or whatever. They just, everyone only thinks of the Adam West one because that's the one everyone grew up watching in the era that this movie was being made. And so no one was taking it seriously. It's like a 10-year process to get it made, just sending it to all these people, all these different scripts, all these different directors. They're like, we'll get Richard Donner to do it because he made Superman. Richard Donner was like, I'm not fucking touching this (laughs) trash. Because I think even the concept of a man who dresses up like a bat is so much weirder than than superman you know it's yeah. completely different it's super bizarre and i think for the era tim burton's the perfect person to make this movie because he'd only made peewee and beetlejuice at this point and those movies are you know really harsh stylistically they they know exactly what they're supposed to look like they look great and it's just all this gothic architecture and creepy shit on top of like good characters and a sense of humor and that's what this movie is it's another like this is one of tim burton's best movies still and he's he's got some pretty good movies but this is definitely up there still despite how ridiculous yeah despite its flaws it's still a very good very fun movie the thing also with the batman comics is like Batman starts in the first, like, ten issues. He's just murdering everybody. He had a gun. <laughs> he had a gun. He's hanging people from the Batwing. And then, you know, uh, then Robin was introduced and was like, okay, well, now Batman and Robin are murdering people together. <laughs> and then the comics code kind of happened where everybody's like, you gotta stop putting all this gross shit in comics. They're so violent and they're for children. And so for, like, 30 years, comics were all just, like, you know, wacky shit. Joker's always, like, smashing people in the face with pies for 30 years and then the comic code's kind of like oh whatever do whatever the fuck you want because you made some good stories about tony stark being drunk or whatever we'll we'll just let you do whatever (laughs) and then you get the dark knight returns and the killing joke which are like two of the most classic comics ever and both obviously influenced this movie in a huge way like i don't know what this movie would look like if we didn't have those comics beforehand but those are the ones that kind of proved that batman can be more than just catchphrases and shark repellent and whatever and i mean i love that version of batman obviously but it's I think. a very different version it's very different yeah yeah and i 
I probably prefer it in a way to the, to this one, but I think I think Batman in this is pretty great. Like when you look at that last scene, especially where it's just Batman and the Joker just punching each other, it looks like it's out of a comic. Like they are in their like ideal costumes for me. Yeah, overall, I think Batman is good in this. There's some shots that it doesn't really look right. Right, yeah. Like, sometimes Michael Keaton just moves around really, really stiffly in the suit. Because the neck doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just, like, (laughs) like, standing completely straight up and then just running. And sometimes his, like, his eyes look really weird. But as long as you're not looking too close at it, it usually looks pretty okay. Well, that's the thing, too, where... The costume, Batman costumes, the neck didn't work in any of them until the Dark Knight. And then there's a line in the Dark Knight where he's like, oh, I've, I've added enhanced flexibility or whatever. And he's like turning the neck or like, so they know. Yeah. It is stilted and weird, but I also think it kind of makes the way Batman moves more like specific in particular, where he's like, you know, very stoic. He's turning like a statue, which isn't great when you're fighting ninjas or whatever, but it is kind of good when it's just like, oh, this guy's fucked. Yeah. Because more so in than in any other Batman movie that ever comes after. Bruce Wayne is scary in that. Like, he is not okay. <laughs> like, he's, you know, the let's get nuts scene is classic, obviously. You know what happened to this guy, Jack? Made mistakes. And then he had to... His lights on! Now you want to get nuts? Come on! Let's get nuts. Where he's just telling a story. <laughs> and he just flips the fuck out and starts screaming at everybody. Oh, after he has sex with Vicky Vale, he's hanging upside down. So I guess he thinks he's a bat. Like he, <laughs> this is the only Batman who thinks he's a bat in the movie. Yeah, this is definitely the the most unstable Batman. I think he's got like security cameras and mirrors and stuff. He definitely sp- kills a few people in this. Yeah, he knocks a man's head into the bell tower and then throws him. Down. He kills the Joker too. How else do you think that was gonna go? Exactly. Batman Returns. Like, when people complain about this movie for being too too goofy, it's just the Tim Burton show. It's like, that's Batman Returns for me. Like, that one's the one that goes too far. And Batman is, you know, putting dynamite down people's pants and burning clowns alive with the <laughs> thing on the Batmobile, that the whatever you call the turbine thing that shoots the flames out. It's really, uh, yeah, that one, Michael Keaton's Batman is one that I always take kind of for granted until i watched the movie which i probably have watched this movie every year since i was like eight years old like when i think about it it's like this isn't my favorite movie in the world or anything but i feel like i've probably seen this movie a lot of times and so i feel like when i watch michael keaton batman it's just like oh yeah that's batman but when i when someone asks me who my favorite batman is i never say him i yeah i feel like michael keaton definitely isn't my favorite batman but he doesn't do a bad job it's just like there are a lot of better ones. Who's your favorite Batman, Franny? Is it Ben Affleck? Despite <sighs> okay. everything, looks wise, I would say Ben Affleck. But as actual Batman, George Clooney. <laughs> oh, there's ones where it's like, oh, that he's a good Bruce Wayne, or he's a good Batman. Like I feel like it's hard to have somebody who's good at both. Michael Keaton might be the closest for me in terms of it's like. He's as fucked up as Batman as he is as Bruce Wayne, but he's still (laughs) not my favorite. I think he might be the two personalities. He he balances them better than anybody. Affleck does a pretty good job. It's just that the DCEU doesn't know how to do Batman. All the murder really brings that down. (laughs) And him being in like one of the worst comic book movies ever also does. But I mean, he looks like Bruce Wayne. (laughs) He looks great. The costume is great. He's huge. Like that is an intimidating Batman. That's what he should look like. Except for in in 
BVS where he looks like a weird robot. And well, weird not robot by the voice. end. I mean, when he's in the good costume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's really weird. So that's another thing. I feel like with these four Batman movies, it's like the suits get progressively better until Batman and Robin. They get much worse. Like well, okay. I, I, I have the best Batman. It's Lego Batman from the Lego Batman movie. It is Lego Batman. <laughs> mean, you mean nothing to me. No one does. Yeah, he's the be- he is the best Batman. I talk about that movie a lot because it's, it's great. It's my favorite Batman movie. It's so movie. good. I've only seen it once and I need to see it again. Christian Bale, great Bruce Wayne, not great Batman. George Clooney and Val Kilmer are both much better as Bruce Wayne than they are as Batman. <laughs> I, I like, I, honestly. What, Val- you don't like Batnips? No, I do. I do, <laughs> obviously. But, I, I but... still, I will never understand who thought that was a good idea. Joel Schumacher did. Because when you get to those movies, and we'll get to those movies, but when you get to those movies, it's like Gotham City has changed so much from being Tim Burton's. Now it's like big masculine statues holding up railroads or whatever in the sky. Like, that's all it is. It's all like Greek imagery and weird shit. I'm so excited for Mr. Freeze. Yeah, yeah, Corpati... <laughs> In these first two movies, Gotham is just like, it's like the 1930s, but it's also the 1980s version of the 1930s. Like, the era is insane. Yeah, it's like, it's not a specific time period. It's just a very unique place. Yeah, and it's, I don't know. I like it. I think it's great. I think this Gotham is like my favorite on-screen Gotham. Because as they go on, it's like, Joel Schumacher ones is kind of weird and and cluttered there's so much going on everywhere and then the dark knight ones it's like just chicago or whatever <laughs> and i don't even fucking remember gotham at all in the dcu because i don't even know if we see it <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we do it's it's all in metropolis isn't it i guess so i mean you see like wayne manor but i don't know if you ever see outside it doesn't count, <laughs> it doesn't count yeah what do you think of Jack Nicholson's Joker? Jack Napier. It. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. You're it's, wrong. It's by far the best part of the movie. Like this is just his movie, I think. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. And I think I think that's something that people would say about a lot of Batman movies more than anything else, where it's like most Batman movies are way more interested in the villain than they are in Batman. That's, that's how most that's how most batman stuff is that's also why i feel like maybe that's why we don't have a perfect batman because we always spend more time like we can say oh that's a perfect joker that's a perfect catwoman whatever but it's hard to be like that's a perfect batman when batman is yeah when you've only got like (laughs) two hours to develop your batman and you spend probably like half an hour with it yeah (laughs) yeah exactly and you know it's like a lot of the time not to say he has you know, 30 minutes of screen time, but a lot of that is, like, fighting. Yeah. And 30 minutes of, like, development. It's, it's, it's not a more. lot of just 30 minutes of fighting and brooding. <laughs> yeah, which is great. That's all fun. But, yeah, no, the, the villains are always... In all of them, even when the villains are worse, and they get worse. As the Jim Carrey Riddler. Danny DeVito With Penguin. bright orange hair. <laughs> yeah, and his... Do you like my jacket? It keeps me it keeps me safe when I'm jogging at night. They get more fun as the quality goes down. <laughs> Maybe. That might be true, because this one's like actually a good movie. Yeah. The next I one is like, like nonsense. Yeah, like the George Clooney ones are probably the most fun ones, but those aren't very good movies. Yeah, George Clooney won, Granny. He's only one of them. It's Valerie oh, yeah, sorry. The other. But yeah. yeah, no, I know what you mean. The Schumacher ones are are nonsense yeah. <laughs> and i love them i love all of, all of these for different reasons i don't know if i love batman returns as much i don't know if i that's my least favorite to watch but it's still fun 
Like, it's still fun to make still fun ridiculous. of. still ridiculous. Yeah, Penguin has, like, the fucking... I mean, the like, Penguin went... <laughs> I wish. I wish he was back. But no, now it's... I'm gonna man. I am an animal. <laughs> Whatever he's... He's talking about things change. But no, he's got, like, the fucking... You know those things like outside grocery stores where it's like a car and it goes up and down or whatever yeah. for like small children. He has one of those of the Batmobile that actually controls the Batmobile. <laughs> and, he, and he, Bruce Wayne like has like a Batman CD player that he uses to play a speech of the Penguin where he was saying mean things about Gotham to get him fired from being the mayor. Like <laughs> that movie, that movie is nothing but fucking nonsense, and it's it's gross. I'm surprised it's not considered a comedy. <laughs> it honestly, it's it's bordering. But also, like, there's all this weird shit. But also, the main villain plot of that movie is Penguin wants to drown all the firstborn children of Gotham <laughs> in the sewer because that's what happened to him like it's fucking terrifying it's so <laughs> disgusting that might be the grossest villain plan in a movie <laughs> just saying that it's so just drown babies in a sewer yeah because that's how the movie starts we'll, we'll get there yeah we're, we're, we'll two get weeks there. from now we're there that's the next movie on this show uh but but jesus christ i feel like all four of these batman movies there's just gonna be lots of crisscrossing between the four because yeah. there's so there's so much to talk about in all of them and you're right like it's so weird that it starts with this movie and then it, by the time it ends it's just puns and diamonds and and Uma Thurman and this movie is just in the span of what like uh eight years yeah it's like a, just a couple years yeah exactly, exactly. then the hard turn with yeah <laughs> with the for, Christian Bale movies that's true yeah because they're like we gotta fucking fix this yeah. <laughs> we gotta fix this now and then those get silly by the end yeah Jack Nicholson's Joker I this is really other than the last like Joker movie this is the only thing that ever really gives him a super definitive origin where it's like yeah he's a crime boss his name was jack napier he murdered bruce wayne's parents he <laughs> killed batman's parents which if that happened in a movie now that would be martha levels of what the fuck that's horrible but since it happened... jared leto joker killed bruce wayne's parents. <laughs> jesus christ that's why he kills everybody too that's why that that's the lesson that batman took from it was oh i should kill everyone <laughs> just kill everyone yeah that's oh, why wouldn't he just kill Jared Leto Joker? If he kills everybody, why is that Joker alive? <laughs> why, why did he keep him alive? Anyway, that's the that's the super weird thing. Is just he's Jack Napier. You got to get over that. It's just Jack Nicholson just walking around. Yeah, Jack. It's just Jack Nicholson being himself. Yeah. And then they painted him white, <laughs> and he continued to be himself. That's the really weird thing because he has the origin, and it's a good origin. It's my preferred Joker origin. When he gets like shot, when Batman deflects a bullet into his face, <laughs> he kind of so he has the smile that knocks him into the fucking. Uh, I don't know how I feel chemicals. about the, the permanent smile in this movie. I, I feel like it looks weird. I think it's great. Oh yeah, it, it looks weird. That's it the looks point. it looks good when he's smiling, but when he's just neutral, it looks really. weird. I think it's good because it's it's so gross. Like he's so gross. There's that moment at the end where Vicky Vale is like kissing the suit and it's, there's like lint in her mouth like he's, yeah. he's fucking disgusting he's, yeah like Heath Ledger Joker is scarier but he's not as gross like I don't I don't think I'd just be like oh no <laughs> like I would with Jack yeah Nicholson. he's not repulsive I think Jack Nicholson Joker is like yeah 
ew. That's, yeah, that's the best word to describe, I think. Yeah, he's there's something wrong with that fucking guy. But I, I love how crazy he is because he's a pretty normal guy when he's a mob boss. Like, he's just he's just working. He's trying to make his way up the rank. And I like the design. I like that his skin is actually, like, bleached white and his smile is actually red. Like, that's just what he actually looks like. And so this is one of the most bizarre choices to me. Within the movie, I get it, but the choice to have him paint his face again. Jack Nicholson, Joker makeup, so you're putting on one layer of makeup, you put on a second layer of makeup of the actual skin to make it look disgusting. And it looks disgusting. It does. But the only times he ever really needs it is for when he like rubs it off and then you see the white underneath. Just have him rub himself with like white paint. <laughs> why, why would you do it like that? You're so stupid. <laughs> Why would you have him go through two layers of makeup instead of having one layer, and then he can wipe it onto himself instead of wiping it off? I don't think he cared. So he just <laughs> I guess not. Apparently, I mean, apparently he just slept through all of the I makeup. Was just so. gonna say that. Apparently, he would either sleep through it or he would just like watch like Lakers games during it. Because now Jack Nicholson's been retired for like eleven years, but all he does now is is watch Lakers games. Like he's always at Lakers games. It's the only time you ever see him. That's, he's always been weird and wrinkly. He's, he's pretty old and this movie like he's an older joker yeah. he's like 20 years older than batman surely that's weird <laughs> but well i guess if he's like 20 when he kills batman's parents and batman's like 10 but then there's a bit, much bigger difference i feel like between michael keaton michael keaton looks like he's 30 yeah jack nicholson <laughs> looks like he's on the verge of being 60 i don't know <laughs> it's insane but i like it like i like all the you could say, oh, he's too old to be the Joker. It's like, that's better, because he's gross. Yeah, I feel like that makes it better. <laughs> he's so gross. And he has all the Joker stuff, too. Like, he has the chattering teeth, and he has the bang gun, and he has the joy buzzer. Which he has the he flower to... that he uses. Yeah, the acid flower. He turns that man into a skeleton. He sure does. And I think I've mentioned on the show previously one of my favorite things in like 80s movies is when someone <laughs> just turns into a skeleton like an Indiana Jones. Look, when you get when you get joy buzzed you turn into a literal smoldering exactly your entire skeleton gets charred somehow that's pretty horrifying to show a child so it's like yeah there's still dark stuff in there like that's pretty that's pretty fucked up he stabs that guy in the throat with the with the quill oh yeah (laughs) the pen truly is minor than the sword like but i do love that he has a very long gun (laughs) that's one of the best visual gags which he uses to shoot down the bat wing (laughs) okay what is in that why doesn't every villain have that yeah fucking sniper revolver apparently (laughs) yeah i also think the batwing sequence is the best action sequence in the movie took my balloons (laughs) yeah yeah where does he get those wonderful toys i love the the, having the batwing it's just the bat symbol and then it goes up to the moon (laughs) that's the greatest thing i've ever seen i don't care that is like the coolest thing it's so stupid but god i love it and then that's actually a little reference to that in Spider-Man Homecoming later when you see Vulture's silhouette on the moon after he drops Peter Parker. It's like, ah, there he is, Michael Keaton. I guess we should talk about the action sequences because they're limited. Some of them are better than others, but I, it's, I think it's they're all, all okay. It's all pretty simple stuff. I wouldn't say there's anything that like really stands out. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, I think, I think the Batwing's the number one for me. I like the scene where they try to break into the Batmobile and they just... 
decimates them all. I don't like the weird shield that goes over the Batmobile, like the stop motion shield. Do you remember that? That's pretty. Mm-hmm. That's pretty bad. <laughs> but he has the confrontation with the guy in the bell tower. It's very like Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, where Indiana, where he just like shoots him. You think he's gonna have the big sword fight, and Indiana Jones just shoots him. This one Batman, he does the whole thing, and then Batman just hits him in the yeah, dick. <laughs> no, he literally kicks him in the head. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true, but. I I like that one too. So something I thought was weird in some of the action scenes. I mean, it's probably just me, but I feel like it's really weird to see Batman getting thrown around by like just like street thugs. Yeah, just yeah. him getting like pushed around and like thrown through walls, like yeah. in that tower scene. Like, well, they get him <laughs> down on the ground at one point. They almost take his mask off. Yeah, the weird thing to me <laughs> about that gets shot once and he's just out. Yeah, and that's the weird thing to me about that scene is that he gets shot and he's on the ground whatever it's like that's not that would never happen to batman you get ben affleck batman getting shot point blank in the back of the head and he's fine he just keeps going he doesn't give a shit but okay he's on the ground they're about to take his mask off they're like a second away from taking it off and vicky vale takes the picture and that's what stops them but this he's just second, gonna let that happen the cause... second that happens he just gets up like yeah. he could have he could have stopped that instantly he's awake he's very conscious he's just like i guess this i, I guess this is happening <laughs> If he wanted her to do that, like, they shoot at her immediately. She, They could have fucking killed her. Very easily. There was, what, like, three or four of them? Yeah, at the same time, it's like, <laughs> I guess he is crazy. Like, he's fucking, he really is crazy. And Vicky Vale, you know, she's she's fine. I don't mind her. You know, she's about as good as any of the, the heroines in these movies, yeah, She's kind of just in this movie to scream a lot. Yep, she's proto-Mary Jane. You get Catwoman. She's a little more capable, I guess, in this in the sequel. Alfred doesn't have much to do in this, but I I like it. I don't like that he has a weird obsession with Vicky Vale though. He's constantly that, yeah, that's like, really weird. You need to call her Bruce. You need to call, and not for Bruce. It's like he wants yeah. her to call. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know. I think they figure his character out more because he's one of the only actors who sticks through the, all four movies. And he dies in the last one, or maybe he doesn't. I I don't know. <laughs> I always black out for the last twenty minutes. Of Batman Robin, kind of a. But after the plastic lips scene, I don't remember anything after that. But sorry, lady, plastic lips. <laughs> but, but, but we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> There's a scene. I, I feel like now we're just in the portion where it's like this is a weird thing. There's that part early on when they're paying off like the corrupt cop, and it's just like a sandwich full of money. <laughs> like there's no sandwich in it. It's just two pieces of it's, bread. With, yeah, like... it's literally two pieces of bread with just like a wad of cash. In it. <laughs> no one's gonna suspect. No one's gonna suspect a gangster like handing a police officer a ham sandwich. Like it's supposed to be like that, so it doesn't look suspicious. That's so suspicious. <laughs> uh, you get uh billy you get lando calrizzi and billy d williams as harvey dent and like he was supposed to come back as two-face in a movie and like they told him he would get to and he didn't but then he does in the lego batman movie like he's back in that he gets to be his two-face which is really <laughs> fun but it's it sucks to me that they're like no we're gonna we're gonna replace you with a much worse with a much worse two-face by the the time you would actually get to do something billy d williams tommy was, lee jones yeah <laughs> billy d williams tommy lee jones yeah three names and the last one's gotta have two e's in it but i don't know why they do it because billy d williams is 
so much better. <laughs> he's not in this much, but he's Lando. Like everyone knows who that is. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you do Why that? Why would you do that to him? But whatever. Uh, this is actually a movie that's famous for just like screwing people over. Do you know about the Robin Williams story? I heard that he was supposed to be Joker, but I haven't actually heard it. He was about supposed it. to be Joker. And they were like, but the whole time they wanted Jack Nicholson to be Joker. And so the only reason they asked Robin Williams to do it was so that Jack Nicholson would hear that and be like, oh, no, I'm going to do it. So Robin Williams can't do it. And Robin Williams was pissed, obviously. Yeah, And then so they, they came back to him for Batman Forever and were like, do you want to be Two-Face? He was like, I'm not working with Warner Brothers ever again until you apologize <laughs> publicly. And I don't know if they ever did. I'm sure they Probably did. Not. I know this. a similar thing happened with Aladdin with Robin Williams where he was like, yeah, I'll be the genie, but I don't want to be like yeah. all of the merchandise. I don't want to, because he was just doing it for like his kids or whatever so his kids could see a movie that he yeah. was in. I think he said it was like, he specified that like on the movie posters, yes. he couldn't be more than like 50% of the poster. Exactly. And then the poster was like <laughs> 75% genie. Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. I was just I was just going to say that. So yeah, it's like, I don't know why everyone in the 90s was like, we're going to fuck over Ron Rule. Yeah, I don't. I know Disney made, made it up with him and that's why he came back for Aladdin 3. <laughs> I think the head of Disney was like gave him like a Picasso painting or some some ridiculous thing. I don't remember, but I'll I feel like I can't really Robin imagine Williams. Robin Williams as Joker. Like, yeah, he's weird, but I don't think he's like Joker weird. No, I think I think that would have been weird. Do you think he would have been a better Joker or a better Riddler? I think he would have been a better Riddler. I think he would have been a pretty good Riddler. Yeah, but especially with orange hair. No, <laughs> no, that's so cursed. Actually, I take it back. If the orange hair is like a must-have, no. But in any other circumstance, yeah, I would absolutely love to see that. Uh, yeah, no, I think he'd be a, a a good Riddler. I think so too. Oh my god, I'm gonna I'm gonna forget this. I'm sorry. This isn't Batman related. I was on an episode of Podcasters Assemble talking about King Kong. I'll leave a link to that in the description. I totally forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I was I was not gonna mention that if I didn't remember it right now. So anyway, check that out. Those guys Shameless are cool. plug. Oh. Like halfway through the episode. <laughs> I should have done it at the start, but... <laughs> or at the are. end. Or at the end. Well, I, just, I, wasn't, I probably wasn't going to remember either way. So turn this off right now. Go listen to that. <laughs> and then come back or don't. Whatever. I'll go shit. <laughs> you've, already, you've listened to like half of it already. <laughs> I We already got our listen. Just get out of here. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I like the whole ending sequence. I think... A lot of people complain about it at the end where it's just like, oh, he just kills him and then it's over. I like that. I like that you see the Joker he's on the ground like after he's been killed and he's not just like a puddle of blood. <laughs> like he <laughs> fell like a lot. Yeah. He, it took him 10 minutes to get up all those stairs. <laughs> so I don't understand how yeah, he's, he's still, okay. like fully intact. But I do like that he has that weird bag <laughs> in him that keeps laughing. Like that's gross. <laughs> that's super unsettling. I, I like that. I like that he had he he must have set that off on the way down. I guess, but he, he got the last laugh. I guess. this is also the only Batman movie I think ever. End of sentence. But I think this is the last Batman movie to ever only have one villain in it. Because from here on, there's always yeah. two. Yeah, so, usually two. There you go. <laughs> I I think. It, might be better for it though. I'm it's jo- more focused at the, least. The Joker is the best villain in these four movies. <laughs> like <laughs> definitely for me. You know, Danny DeVito is is interesting, but he's not good. Like he doesn't do. I don't think he ever does it. Probably not. 
he was raised by penguins though <laughs> and hates children apparently. he hates children he wants to fuck Catwoman. he maybe does i don't remember Ew. he wants to give that girl his french flipper trick <laughs> but anyway that's all in the future that's that's we'll get we'll these get are good there. movies <laughs> they're great movies they're great movies oh my oh my god uh, this also has a commissioner Gordon who just doesn't do anything mm-hmm. until the end where he goes he gave us the signal <laughs> and then he gets the signal <laughs> but uh, that's another thing it's like if you look in any of the scenes where he's in the Batwing or he's in the Batmobile the ears are shorter because they built it for Michael Keaton's height <laughs> not for the suit's height like this movie had so many fucking problems in production it, it's ridiculous <laughs> everybody thought that casting Michael Keaton as Batman was a joke because he was like a comedic actor, you know. He was only in Mr. Mom and um, and uh, uh, fucking Beetlejuice at that point, and so everybody was like, "Oh no, oh it's gonna be like the Adam West Batman again! Oh god, it's gonna be a funny Batman!" And there were like fifty thousand protest letters, or <laughs> and even all the producers were like, "This is a terrible idea. You're gonna fucking ruin this." Too. And he's like, "No, this is gonna be great." I think that I think Batman Returns made more money, but then everybody, all the parents were like, "No." Oh, why would I can't? Why would I show this to my child? <laughs> I know that movie. Like they had that was like the last, uh, like PG thirteen movie to ever have Happy Meal toys. I think because <laughs> like that sent all these kids to the theater, and then the movie's just vile and disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh God!" All the parents were so angry. And I think that's a big reason for why Batman Forever is the way it is because they're like Batman Returns was so fucking like gory and disgusting <laughs> and disgusting. <laughs> the end of that movie. Penguin just like walks up to Batman and just starts like vomiting black blood and then he just falls over and he <laughs> dies and that's when Batman just goes home. <laughs> that's how the movie ends. Like it's so gross. That's one of the grossest movies. And not even like you know, the goriest movies or anything. It's just like that movie just makes me feel gross when I watch it. Everybody's it, so disgusting. It makes, me, it makes me feel like I need a shower after watching it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it violates you. Like, Danny DeVito's just eating the heads off raw fish or whatever. He's grabbing them out of this. There's like fish in the sewer. And he's. And Christopher Walken's in it and he pushes Wait. Selena Kyle out a window. I forgot that he was in it. Yeah, <laughs> Max Shrek. He turns into a skeleton at the end too, actually, <laughs> of that movie. How does he turn into a skeleton? Uh, Catwoman like ta- kisses him with like a taser or something. Like <laughs> she grabs like an electrical, like a power line or something, and like electrocutes him with it. He turns into a skeleton, um, and like kills herself. But then she doesn't really. A lot of this movie definitely like inspired the animated series obviously like more than anything which is like one of the best cartoons ever so just like the the 30s batman and the grittier batman and that's like people's ideal version of the character a lot of that carried into arkham like arkham is kind of in that universe so it's it's weird to me because some of the animated series feels like it could almost be in the movie universe and then some of the arkham games feels like it could almost be in the animated series like there's all these things that's like these are loosely connected. Does, does that mean these things are connected? Yeah. <laughs> to start doing know. like conspiracy theories of I'm all sh- of the I'm sure Batman there are. media that's connected. I mean, I guess the multiverse, they're all connected. So whatever. Well, that's they've, they've all met each other. So, yeah, but how is one into the Batverse? Into the other? No, no. The score is obviously great. I was literally about to bring that up because um, it was like super weirdly nostalgic for me. Not because of this movie. But because 
Lego Batman on the DS yeah. used the soundtrack from this movie. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like recognizing all of the music, and I was like, I played this game when I was like six. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know the second the second game does that too. Like the second game has the full opening theme on the menu screen or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that's but yeah. The 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 soundtrack is definitely very good. I think that more than any other comic book movie ever this has the biggest impact on the comics going forward like every batman comic ever is somewhat inspired by this movie bat like you know killing joke and dark knight returns were darker versions but they're not fully defined they're just darker stories like this sets the tone where everything's super gothic it's literally gotham everything is actually gotham you maybe you don't like the weird 30s new york where there's like child prostitutes on the street or whatever and everyone is on drugs and robbing purses and, and snatching also why pearls, does anyone but... live in gotham when they literally admit that it's the most dangerous city in the world <laughs> yeah that's another thing i hate about joel schumacher gotham the statue of liberty is in batman forever what <laughs> yeah so i don't understand does new york exist also i, I know it's are in... there two statues of liberty yes it's in gotham <laughs> He drives a he flies a helicopter into it. That's always been the most confusing thing in all four of these movies to me, which is saying a lot. It's saying a lot. It is the Statue of Liberty. There's no way around it. I think maybe she's holding something different, but it is her. I don't understand that for a single second. You can never explain that to me and make it make sense. It's so stupid. No, it's a different, unrelated, but very similar looking statue. <laughs> I'm going to have to show you that after this. It, it blows the mind. It, it, it boggles the mind, Franny. I'm, sh- I'm sure it does. It doesn't fucking make sense. Two-Face flies a <laughs> helicopter into it. Ah, God, this is such a grounded and sensical movie compared to all the other ones. Like, yeah. It's still stupid, but it doesn't. It's, it doesn't have anything on the other ones for me. And this is a better movie than Batman Forever. I think I just prefer Batman Forever because it's it's the right mix to me of of campy and good. It's more way more campy. This one's way more good. That's that's the thing about <laughs> this it. This one's too good for me to enjoy it. This was almost too good, but I I I I think it's really great. Everyone's seen it. This is a movie where it's like if you haven't seen a superhero movie, you've seen the first Superman movie and you've seen the first Batman movie. Like I'm not even this generation, like past generations. Yeah. Like, everyone has seen these. They're classic. Jack Nicholson is obviously great in this, and he's very gross. Is there is there anything else I want to mention? Should we read some listener stuff? Noah says, look, it's weird and bad and insane, and I often pretend to not like it, but I do sort of actually like it. It definitely says down the path of more competent superhero adaptations in the future. It isn't really what I'm personally looking for in a Batman movie, but I can't deny that it's very well made overall and has a ton of great elements. I think Michael Keaton is very funny as Bruce Wayne because he's a weedy little nerd boy with turtlenecks and upside-down sleeping contraptions and is just clearly insane, even more openly than in other incarnations. I think the... In fact, I think Tim Burton wrote himself as Bruce Wayne in a lot of ways. I love the Batsuit, even though it started the thick rubber neck trend, which I've never thought looked that good. But as a whole, it's a very cool suit that holds up. Jack Napierlson, why would you make me read that? It's horrible. <laughs> is clearly the standout in this. I was very scared of him when I first saw him, even as a, little, a littler boy. The makeup over makeup is absolutely batshit. I hate that. 
but it's so I hope, ter- I hope that was accidental. So ter- no, he says ha. ha. Damn but it. it's so terrifying. <laughs> he, he's the real Joker, Granny. He got into your mind. He sure is. But it's so terrifying and hilarious at the same time. I think the Gotham set sucks ass, though. <laughs> it's like one street corner for every scene and is the most obvious soundstage ever. Probably stylistically intentional, but still it's bad to me. Overall, I still maintain it's not really that good and is extremely weird. Tim Burton wankfest movie, I say, as someone who likes Tim Burton. But I do think it's fun, and I understand why people love it. It undeniably sets a standard after Superman. Oh, Elfman's music is is chef's kiss, of course. Noah, I disagree with you for the first time (laughs) in the history of the show and our friendship. I talk to Noah many, many times a day, and this is the first time I've ever ever disagreed with him on any subject. Uh, Looks n- like you have bad opinions, wrong, Noah. Noah. <laughs> Fuck you. And from going going forward, I will treat you differently. I will treat you we how no I treat Paul. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no. Uh, look, you're probably right about a lot of that, but I think the Gotham set is genuinely pretty good, and I think that I think all the Tim Burton dumb shit gets lumped in with this movie when it's really just in Batman Returns. Like this is what a Tim Burton movie should be, you know, because. Tim Burton is an interesting filmmaker to me because he he's made some movies I love and think are great. I love all, most of his first like like six movies or whatever. I love Pee Wee. I love Beetlejuice. I love Batman. I love Ed Wood. I love Edward Scissorhands. And then things take a turn at a point where it's like Mars Attacks is fine. And and oh, I love Sleepy Hollow. That's one of my favorites too. But then it's like almost everything else I don't. Like, like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is a nightmare. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland no, is a nightmare. That's also great. <laughs> they're all nightmares. They're, any, they're all Johnny Depp nightmares. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's fucking. Just when messy. did his obsession with Johnny Depp start? Because I feel like there was a probably point where he was just in every single one of his movies. Well, okay, okay. So Edward Scissorhands, mm-hmm. Ed Wood. Yeah, movies about guys named Ed. <laughs> Those are the first ones he did uh, with him. Sleepy Hollow, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Uh, Alice in Wonderland, Dark Shadows. Alice in Wonderland two. He didn't do that one. Oh really? Yeah, he didn't direct. No, that's weird. that was um, <laughs> fuckhead. What's his face? I can't remember. <laughs> uh, somebody else. Yeah, I don't care. But yeah, so I don't know when it started, but I fucking wish it ended like twenty years before it did. It's not even like a Johnny Depp problem. It just happens that he's terrible in all those movies. Colby Park says that movie came out when I was in kindergarten, and that was the absolute best age to experience the Batmania that came along with it. Batman, Joker, Converse shoes, toy toy aisles filled with Batman toys, Bat logos shaved into people's hair. It was quite a time to be alive. Uh, and yeah, all that, all that sounds pretty great. I know that there was a. That poster was a big deal, and that trailer was like everyone would like bootleg that trailer at conventions because it was before you could just get trailers. Like people would go to the movie theater just to see that trailer and then leave before the movie started. <laughs> if the if this just made a horrible sound, I'm sorry. <laughs> we need to mention the I'm Batman scene, obviously iconic and has been spoofed and referenced in other Batman movies countless times. It's like one of the most iconic film moments. That's that that definitely stands out. Paul says, my favorite Batman movie? I can never decide between this and Returns. Paul, who are you? These films are much closer to the gothic supernatural tone of Batman in the comics, unlike in the Dark Knight trilogy, which is why I much prefer the Burton ones to the Nolan ones. For the record, Christian Bale is great in them, but I hate the normal, boring, grounded universe. Michael Keaton is much better, though, and I think he absolutely kills it in this film. Love that he sleeps upside down, this big freak. (laughs) Yeah, for once, I think I agree more with Paul them with noah which is bizarre i never thought i'd ever say that um 
this movie is just kind of great and kind of iconic in every way and i think it's wonderful and i love it yeah there's not much to to hate about it this no there's very lots of movie. weird shit in it yeah there's infinite amounts but nothing bad nothing that it's just ruins different it. yeah yeah oh you know what almost ruins it can't believe i didn't mention this the fucking prince music Oh my is god. It's so bad. I don't mind Prince. He's got some bangers. <laughs> I thought it was but so god, it's so bad. watching the credits in the beginning and seeing soundtrack by Prince. <laughs> yeah, like w- with this like beautiful Danny Elfman score yeah. <laughs> where it's so dark and and sweeping and then it's like music by Prince. <laughs> yeah, there's oh, like four Prince songs in this. I'll leave a link to the Bat Dance music video. <laughs> and that's even referenced in Shaun of the Dead where he throws the the Batman soundtrack <laughs> as zombie. Like cuz it just sucks. It just sucks cuz they released two like two records. They released the Danny Elfman one and then they released the Prince one that's like <laughs> all these Batman related Prince songs are like vaguely Batman related and they're all terrible. But the Bat Dance is the highlight for sure. Yeah, a lot a lot of Batman movies have like weird soundtracks. Mostly this and Batman Forever. Like that's got like Seal and stuff. <laughs> that one's equally That's my favorite equally one. Equally weird. Yeah, Kiss from a Rose is on that one. It's It's such a non-Batman song. It's like a Smashing Pumpkin song, yeah. which makes a little more sense but it's still weird. Like I don't I don't fucking know what was going on. Oh, I I love when that was like the time period where every superhero movie needed to have a theme song by like a band. Yeah, Daredevil was the height. Yeah. Daredevil having like either yeah, that or like... Spider Man being with that Nickelback song. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, Chad Kroger. Uh, oh, the art gallery scene. See, there's so much iconic shit that we're, we're not even mentioning. The art gallery is, is a lot of fun where he destroys all the art. You know what I don't like? I don't like the one tiny moment in the parade scene where he where the Joker puts a gas mask on. Like, Why would he need that? Isn't he he's supposed to be immune to this shit? That's the point. <laughs> oh, I love all the newscaster scenes where they're yeah. like not wearing makeup. They're getting, they just like, look progressively worse and worse. worse. Yeah, that's, that's great. I just... Yeah, and that first scene's pretty scary too. Or she just the uh, woman just falls over and her face is broken forever. And I love all the advertisements; they're great. <laughs> all the Joker advertisements. Oh, that's good. It's a good movie. <laughs> Watch the movie. Watch the movie. You've seen it because you live on Earth. You've seen it. You're listening to this. You've seen it. <laughs> but watch it again, maybe. Actually, maybe don't. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people would be more cynical about this and turn on it. But I think it's. I don't great. think so. I hope not. I hope that people still watch this in like 20 years. This is the kind of movie that that we need in 2021. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the Batmobile is also awesome. Yeah. So it's probably the best one. Except for the weird stop motion Yeah, the armadillo shell. Yeah. But other other than that, is it the best on-screen Batmobile? It's better than the Tumblr, the fucking tank from the Dark Knight movies. That one's boring. It's better than the what you don't Affleck like that you don't one. like that it shoots out a little motorcycle. I see. I like. I do like that, but I don't. Well, I don't. Doesn't do I have, like that? I don't know. Doesn't that one have like three or four different forms? 
That one, like, it, it can, can just start turn shedding. Into, it like... turns into the Batwing in the third one. <laughs> yeah, so I think so. Or the Bat is what they call it. And it's just a brick. It sucks. <laughs> Those movies have some of the worst vehicle designs ever. Other than the the bike, which is awesome. But all the other ones are bad. I think the, the, the DCEU one looks okay. I don't like how it it's good. used. But... <laughs> to murder everyone? Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking dragging entire cars behind him and shit. But As a I think it looks good. It looks good, yeah. Yeah, it's... Design wise, I mean, it's the good. the animated series one is my favorite design wise, like in anything I think, because that one it's got like the bat face on the front of it, but it's not like bad, like it's, yeah. it's just got the eyes and it's cool. But next week on our Marvel show, we're talking about Civil War. Yes, I know. I've been Love very very so excited much. to watch that again. I'll probably watch it twice before we get there because i'm probably gonna watch it tonight i'm so excited i love captain america being irrationally angry at tony for wanting to get revenge for his parents for his parents (laughs) i love tony just being like yeah i know that literally all the accords are my fault but i'm on the government side it's like you're the problem (laughs) anyway (laughs) Anyway. Uh, oh tony stark the most problematic character in the mcu jesus christ okay uh oh you should reread it too I need to reread. We should both oh, reread Civil it. Oh, Civil War. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that'd be a good one to just go back through all of it because it's not that long and it's like really great. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. I'm, I'll reread that. Civil um, War Two. No. <laughs> Doesn't exist. Who, who was that even between? It was like Captain Marvel and somebody else. No, it was Captain Marvel and Iron Man again. Oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. Tony. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was really <laughs> what bad. What was that one over? Oh God, it was a. Uh... I don't even remember. I don't even remember. Weren't there also like a thousand tie-in comics to Civil War? Yeah. It was like every Marvel well, character got their own Civil War comic. That's the thing. Well, yeah, they did that. There kind was of... like the X-Men Civil War. They did run. that for the for the first Civil War also, kind of. Like they would put out like, like oh, here's three issues of what Black Panther was doing before you saw him or whatever, yeah. which I like those. But I don't like, um, yeah, with Civil War 2, was like you couldn't fucking read any like new Avenger comic without, you couldn't read a Miles Morales comic for like, four months without him being like oh i don't know if i should join carol's side or not or it's like shut the fuck shut the fuck shut the fuck up (laughs) that's it shut the fuck up it's just so so sick of that shit you're very passionate about civil war too like three years but it's just it just sucked so much it was so annoying like every every fucking issue miss marvel's talking to fucking sam wilson about oh, oh are we gonna join tony's side like i don't fucking care i don't care 2021 <laughs> civil war three <laughs> jesus yeah they'll probably just do the next one maybe fucking i don't know brandon show a hulk and somebody else nobody fucking cares about anyway <laughs> <laughs> my comic rage is coming out right now um in two weeks we'll be back to talk about batman returns a much worse version of this movie yay uh okay you can find us uh on instagram and twitter at every D- uh, DC movie pod, fuck at DC movie pod. You can find me on Instagram at Flipped Egg. Maybe don't check it for the next like week. There's some shit going on, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Flipped Egg. But the E and Egg is a three. Franny is stuck in. I got a... dropped in a vat of acid. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He <laughs> had destroyed one my phone. Yeah, yeah, but he's still here and he looks better than ever. I'll, I, I'll tell yeah, you what. Sure do. I. He thinks I can't tell that he's wearing another coat of paint over his face, but I can tell. It's very apparent, just like it was with Jack Nicholson. Oh, and you can email us. Oh, we actually have an email. <laughs> From like months ago that uh, I never do read we? Out. Yeah. <laughs> about Superman three. <laughs> Should oh. I read it out now? Is it uh, too late? No, go for it. Okay. Superman three thoughts. This is from Troy Dunham. 
uh i just did never see this because i never check uh which i guess i should yeah good job like plugging our email and then never checking i saw this when i looked when i saw we were famous in mexico and i just didn't say anything well thank you for 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 the email even though we're thank you troy yeah uh okay holy smokes i'm kind of mad i spent the time watching this i'd never seen it before and wow wow this was bad (laughs) the first hour was mostly just boring along with some real weird understanding of how computers work but the last hour was like the movie was repeatedly trying to one-up itself with dumb ideas I want to focus in on one specific thing, though. The idea of drunk, evil, horny Superman is not outright bad. It was just terribly implemented. Imagine if Clark realized in visiting Smallville that he started fantasizing about giving up his powers again, but was given some way to split himself in two, and then realized that Clark without Superman's confidence was cowardly, and Superman without Clark's conscience became an autocratic ruler for the good of the people, because he made the choice to divide and be grounded for the character. Yeah, it's almost like literally any other version of what happened in Superman <laughs> 3 would be great. Like, that sounds so much better. Like, actually taking the two different personalities instead of having them not speak to each other and just fight in a junkyard. <laughs> Silently. <laughs> Silently, even though I enjoy that scene. It's so confusing. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. And is it physically happening or is it in his mind? I, don't know. I guess it's physically happening. Also, Clark beating evil Superman by getting real mad and strangling him was bonkers. The trick to beating evil, I guess, is to get angry and asphyxiate it. Keep up the good work, guys. Troy. <laughs> thank you so much, Troy. I'm glad I got yeah, to read that. That's thank great. you. Okay, uh, yeah, we'll be we'll check our Marvel show next next week. We'll be back. All right, bye. <laughs> Mill us, we'll check it. <laughs> ever, ever dance with the devil on the pale moonlight, Randy? Sure have. That's why my parents are dead. <laughs> oh, that's a little too much information. <laughs> I'm of a mind to make some mookie. (laughs) Phone book? Yes, sir.